0: This is good old KJ, and I have returned tonight to do my MLW recap report number five, gentlemen. This is the big fifth episode of MLW's Infusion, so I'm coming to you here with my recap show on the, uh, a a day earlier than usual. It's it's been Wednesdays lately, you know, because MLW airs on. Friday night, Friday nights are really busy for me, and then usually Saturday we have a show, Sunday, and honestly I'm usually in a coma most of the time that I'm awake on Sundays, because I'm up all night Saturday after the show, you know, a lot of times uh, I have a market or something that I work on Saturday during the day, and a lot of times when I go to bed early Sunday morning, I've been up for 24 hours or more, and i really am in a coma on sundays and if there happens to be a pay-per-view or something that day it takes up even more you know and and trying to family obligations and such so and then monday you have monday night raw tuesday smackdown wednesday i've been devoting to mlw so tonight you know smackdown i didn't even start it until it it was after 9 30 when i started it and i still had it done before 11 o'clock, it was really just a horribly bland, you know, show. It just wasn't very good at all. So I needed something to pick my spirits up. So I said, you know what, KJ, let's watch MLW tonight. And then maybe tomorrow, if you got time, you can do that NT, or yeah, excuse me, NTW. Holy cowboy, I'm really thinking indie wrestling. That NXT report, you know, watch it and do the report that I was doing so good at doing just a few months ago. So anyway, to keep on track here, let's go. We started this show off after the little opening uh, musical piece that MLW does every week with Jeff Cobb, ladies and gentlemen, making his MLW TV debut. He was supposed to be interviewed, but unfortunately, the interviewer got interrupted by Colonel Robert Parker and those dirty, dirty blondes, and Colonel Robert Parker said, you know, Jeff Cobb, he's he's not even going to be available after this match for interviews, because he's going to walk out here on a stretcher, and they left a stretcher leaned up against his door of his locker room, you know, Colonel Robert Parker, the veteran, you know, he's just using his brain, and playing those mental games with guys, and I think it had an effect, as our opening contest of the night was making his debut as well, Jake Hager that's right Jack Swagger if you will the former PPW champion Jack Hager making his debut against Jeff Cobb and this match was as you would expect it was it was pretty brutal it started right out catches catch can they went back and forth Hager, hit a, a, an awesome Beal out of the corner. It was kind of impressive to see him throw around Cobb the way he did. Um, Heger, of course, was accompanied to the ring by Colonel Robert Parker and the Dirty Blondes, who did not interfere in the match. That was actually surprising. Um, as they continued after that, uh, Cobb hit a really nice drop kick, and then a German, but Heger popped right up from that. Um, Cobb went for a clothesline, Hager ducked under that and he clipped his knee, and then Hager just began this long process where he was like healing it up on Cobb, you know, using the ropes to choke him, using his knee to choke him, putting his foot across his throat, distracting the referee, you know, he hit a really nice pick up and slam, you know, amateur wrestling style if you will, and then he he started grinding him out with his headlock, just working him over and over, He he picked him up and brought him up to his, to, to his feet, ran him over into the corner, took him back out in the middle of the ring, and took him back down to the mat. Cobb eventually managed to work his way back up to his feet. He got Hager behind him, and then backed him into the corner really hard. He then started his comeback with chops, and made a splash, and got for a two. He then tried to charge in for another splash. Hager got his foot up, and Cobb went down in the corner. Hager used that opportunity to hit a Hager bomb for a two. Then Heger set him up in the middle of the ring, and he ran off the ropes about three times and went for a lariat, you know, in the style of the clothesline from hell that JBL used to do. But Cobb ducked, and Heger went off the ropes, and, uh, Cobb hit a really nice, like a, I guess a half a roundhouse kick is the only way I could describe it. He then did this really awesome move where he picked him up like he was going to hit him into a vertical suplex, but instead dropped him down across his shoulder for a power slam, but then ran across the ring and power slammed him into the corner, and then pivoted out of the corner and actually hit him with a power slam in the middle of the ring. That only got him the two. He then hit amazing for a, you know, this guy's almost 300 pounds. He hit the standing moonsault in the middle of the ring. That was only good for two. He then picked him up and went for the tour of the islands. But Heger, using his versatility, managed to reverse out of it. And he threw him off the ropes. Cobb got his boot up and Heger went down. He then went for a second standing moonsault. But Hager rolled out of the way. Cobb hits the mat hard. Hager, you know, pulled himself up on the ropes and just fired himself off and hit a pounce. Period. But then Hager went for the Hager bomb in the corner again. Cobb got out of the way. Then Cobb picks him up and like he, I don't know what he was gonna do. He had him up like almost in a fireman's carry type thing. But Hager reversed down his back, rolled him up, pulled him up into the ankle lock, and got the tap out. So your winner was Jeff, or Jeff, I'm sorry, I'm getting, oh, there's too many Jeffs and Jakes. Jake Hager gets the win here, and that took us into commercial. After the commercial, they showed an ambulance loading, uh, which was uh, reported to be Jeff Cobb, that he had fractured his ankle, and he was on his way to the hospital. They said it was a bad break. Now, I, I don't know, it didn't seem like he was in the ankle lock very long, so I, I think maybe we're uh, pl- playing around with post-production stuff here to try to make a story. So then, after that, we got a nice little highlights package from last week's main event of Shane Strickland versus Pentagon. That led to a small Shane Strickland interview backstage, which they then followed him as he left the building. He then uh, ran into Selena Del, uh, what is her name? <laughs> Serena Del Lorento, oh, I'm sorry, who? basically said to you know, Strickland said to her first, you know, I'm sorry that you got the mist spit in your face. You know, it's not what it was about. And she said, well, what are you to tell me what it's about? You know, it, it was never about you. It was never about me. It was about your title. But now this, and she pointed to her blouse, which was still covered in the, in the red mist from Pentagon. She says, this, this is personal. And I'm going to bring it to you, and and Shane was like, well, fine, you know, just like Pentagon, bring them, and I'll knock them down, and she said, you know, wish, you know, think about it before you, before you ask, because you might just get what you wish, you might get who you wished for, so obviously she's going to bring somebody else in to, you know, attempt to take Strickland out, I kind of like this, because it plays off of the whole, you know, Guys from Mexico gimmick that has been done in Impact, it's been done in Lucha Underground, you know, with Chavo, that you you don't know who someone like her, who is apparently an agent that brings these guys from Mexico to the U.S. as, like, bounty hunters, if you will, you know? Travo had the same deal with Conan going on, and Conan, I I see looking at spoilers, you know, not to to ruin anybody's thing, but looking ahead at what's been taped for Impact this week, I see Conan, you know, is kind of come out with a storyline like that in Impact, so it'll be interesting to see how this goes, and maybe something else for the, you know, the hashtag conglomerate, if you will, so, uh, We then got the announcement that next week we will see Fred Yehi and Tom Lawler. We got a really nice little Tom Lawler promo with Stephen's man, Simon Grimm, backstage. Speaking of Stephen's men, a little shout out to Stephen tonight, also dealing with the loss of his beloved dog. You know, prayers to him. Uh, You know, I'm not a religious man, but I send good mojo to him, and my thoughts, you know, are with you And, you know, everybody who's ever lost a a fur baby or a beloved pet knows what he's going through tonight. So, like, again, thoughts and may peace be with you. And uh, another one of Stephen's guys, because we're just keep... Rolling this along here is MJF was then seen at Ringside sitting down with a beautiful young lady drinking champagne and eating strawberries and grapes. so it's a good night for him to check out MLW. We then get a nice little promo, well maybe not so nice, because it's the worldwide desperado Sammy Callahan, who now says that you know people are calling him unsafe, so that's the perfect description because if he's anything. It is unsafe, and that his army that he is forming is coming to take out MLW, and everywhere. I really like this. I, I I would hope to see maybe this be... I know they can't use the OVE type thing because of impact, but, you know, if the hashtag Kogomera could get their way, we could see a bleed over between these two little factions here, or, or you know, so to speak. So then we got... The top 10 list for June from MLW. Coming in at number 10 is ACH. Number 9 is the guy we seen earlier, Jake Hager. Joey Janelia has fallen now down to number 8 this month. Uh, Barrington Hughes rising up from number 10 to number 7. Jimmy Havoc dropping down to number 6 from his former number 1 position. Uh, MVP staying strong at number 5. Sammy Callahan, number 4. Ray Phoenix holding strong at number three. Pentagon Jr. has dropped to number two as your number one is Filthy Tom Lawler. Of course, your champion is Swerve Strange... Shane... 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 Strickland. I really like this thing that they MLW putting out this top ten. It's so much that I myself have made my own top ten of indie workers and tag teams. Not a separate, just one list. Ten guys or team, and I'll be debuting that either tomorrow or possibly Thursday. I'll probably do a Facebook Live, though, I'm thinking on that, so maybe we can get some feedback as I'm going through it. All right, our next contest to get back to the wrestling action was Koto Brazil taking on the debuting Rich Swann, who has begun his uh, so-called tour of redemption, I guess you will. Koto Brazil, of course, a young man who we've seen twice before on MLW television, unsuccessful, but he's looked good, and I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, this kid he is is great i enjoyed this match beyond all you know i mean swan's great but Cotto brazil made a step above everything else tonight this match started out super quick back and forth you know then they they started grappling Kodo finally got the best of him there he used a uh a second rope spinning forearm, like almost like a roaring elbow type move, but used the forearm for a two count. At that point, then he's tried to, you know, start wearing him down. He got into a, a, cl- a headlock position. He used an arm bar, but Swan was getting a little frustrated, and he, he used a kick, and then hit a, hit a really strong drop kick coming off the ropes, and then he started to, like, really just grind it out on Kodo, using chops. He uh, used this really crazy, I don't know if you want to call it a reverse or an inverted abdominal stretch, where he had him upside down. You really need to check this match out just to see some of these moves. Uh, he then hit a, a, a suplex and started getting really cocky. Went to the top rope, hit a missile drop kick, which was absolutely beautiful for a two count. He then uh, put him into a regular abdominal stretch. and you know, Started smacking him in the ribs, just being really nasty, almost being heelish with him. But, Koto comes back he he hits you know, a blockbuster off the top rope for a two count. he then threw him off the ropes and went for a, a monkey flip. Swan reversed that he hit a Inseguri, then hit a handspring cutter or if you will, the lethal injection for the two count. Brazil then again comes back, he hits code red for a two, he then worked him up and got him into a cross face on the rope swan rolls over and gets his foot on the rope Kodo now starting to show his frustration come in started hitting kicks and punches but swan just came back with the same and this is where that veteran leadership on swan came through where he then hit a super kick and another step up in sugary then he hit the phoenix splash for three your winner rich swan him and Kodo brazil hugged it out in the middle of the ring as they will after a great match like this we then headed into the commercial break, but before they, they you know, just one last shot up the stairs. Dakota, who turned around and waved to the crowd, when all of a sudden, bam, out of nowhere. Sammy Callahan comes out with the baseball bat, smashes it upside Kodo's head. The other two, now there's two. That was another addition. They added a, a second member, or I guess a third member of Sammy's army, if you will. These two guys then grabbed Kodo and yanked him off and took him off behind the stage. We then uh, go to commercial. When we come back, out comes the bad boy Joey Janelia. They have a, a really great match. It was like, it, it was kind of short to tell you the truth. It was back and forth, but it was really hard hitting. These guys obviously not liking each other one bit. Um, ended up with Sammy hitting a tope onto uh, Janelia, Janelia then pushed Sammy, and he went back into the little table that MJF and his lady friend was on, well then, Janelia ran in the ring following Sammy, he then hits a, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I got lost in my own notes here, hits a running DVD, uh, Janelia did, onto Sammy, a running DVD into the corner for a, for the three count, but one of Sammy's army guys had grabbed Sammy's foot and put it on the rope the referee saw that and he said no 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 it was only a two so they continued Sammy then got um got got ahead because of the you know G- Janelia was arguing with the referee pleading his case Sammy come up from behind him and hit him Sammy then worked off you know some some nasty heel tactics uh, punchings and stuff. He then hit a pile driver on Joey, but Joey popped right up, like he, like a reverse nip up, and hit a super kick on Sammy, laying him out. They then got to their, their knees, and was punching back and forth, got to their feet, and then, uh, janelia hits a roaring elbow for a two sammy takes a powder and goes to the outside janelia dives over the top rope takes them all out unfortunately he once again bumped into mjf's girlfriend mjf this time would not take it he attacks janelia as the referee is trying to keep sammy's goons away from him then smashes him into the corner throws him into the ring Sammy slides into the ring, he hits the, I, I think they call it the Cornelius Confusion or something like that. He, I don't know, it's a uh, a shoulder breaker, and septic uh, him hitting the shoulder, he hits him in the head with his knee. Sammy wins, and as we're getting, as the credits are actually getting ready to start rolling, Shivani yells, go back to the ring, go back to the ring, and there's MJF just literally kicking the snot out of... Joey Janelia as Sammy Callahan's music plays throughout the building. And that's how we ended up this episode, episode number five of MLW's Infusion on the B and Network. Of course, like I told you all last week, if you can't watch the B and Network, check them out on YouTube. Saturday afternoons, I think it is, they're put up. I know it's Saturday, I think it's in the afternoon. I think it's like 3 o'clock, they pop up on there. So there's no excuse for nobody to be able to watch MOW infusion, It's really a great show. It was, you know, I would say it was four times as good as SmackDown, but that doesn't really give it a whole lot of credit because SmackDown was horrible tonight. Uh, Raw wasn't a very good show last night either, you know, so I'm kind of like really needing a good wrestling show to, to carry me on because the the the, the shine, I guess, so to speak, from PCWA on Saturday, kind of starting to wear off a little bit. It's almost mid me Well, technically, it's after midnight now, so it is mid-week. And we got a long road ahead of us till Saturday when we go to the Fire Tree Center. Segway! <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget about that. If you're in the Pennsylvania area, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, gets a double shot here in the month of June as this. Saturday, June, eh, oh my gosh, I mean, I'm going to have trouble with this, let's see, 7, 8, June 9th, at the Firetree Center in Williamsport on Campbell Street, 600 Campbell Street, Apex Wrestling begins their singles championship tournament, and who knows what else might be happening there, uh, so you'll just have to go and check it out, I know there's been a few matches announced, uh, two exclusives were announced yesterday on the on our page by our Resident investigative reporter, if you will, Stephen Lielli Jr., the Duke of Disputation. So, you can go there and check those out and come Saturday and watch that and see as the stars of Apex Wrestling bring their thing. So thanks for listening to this tonight. Again, like I asked or I mentioned earlier, I should say, check out the page later on. I would say probably tomorrow night unless I do do NXT And then I might have to wait till Thursday. But check it out as KJ's very first top ten list will come out. Thanks for listening everybody. Enjoy your night. And uh, in honor of Jolly and his concert this Saturday. Enjoy a little Slayer. As we go to the end of this show. Good night everybody.